0: From the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. My name is Joshua Witt, and this is Episode 8, Radford, Radford, the Highlanders. Our university was faffing around with Radford today, weren't they? All all the lads available got into the match, and the Mounties beat the Highlanders by 16 points. The home club from the jump, better team, but they just couldn't leg it out of reach. You know what I mean? West Virginia was 19-point favorites today. How could you throw even one quid on the Mounties covering? Am I right? If you put down a wager, Mountaineers giving points, I gotta say, and I, lo- and I love my club, but you'll end up a bit skint, won't you? You'll end up a bit skint. WVU was up 18 at the half, right? And that's good. And Bobby Huggins... In the halftime interview with Mrs. Macy, he didn't throw a wobbly during the halftime talk, right? After the first 20. Second half, if I must say, the lads were a bit cheeky, if I'm being honest. Yes, they were playing without one of the main blokes, right? Sean McNeil, out, lower back injury, and we'll have to keep an eye out on that, right? Right? No thoughts are with Sean. He was on He was on the bench Cheering on the lads. But lower back injury day to day. But they didn't need him today because I must admit, Radford, proper pants today. The Highlanders with proper pants. And I gotta say, they've been pants all season on offense great to welcome back a true lad through and through now a bloke Darius Nichols he was the the manager of Radford and I must say loved Darius Nichols he was cracking while at the university in Morgantown and as a head coach for Radford I gotta say quite composed Darius Nichols quite composed Never lost the plot. Daris Nichols, solid as a rock. You know, I could picture Daris coaching, sitting down, having an afternoon cuppa, right? Just just like his demeanor on the court in his time in Morgantown. Great to see Dennis Nichols, but again, his team not fit. Not fit. The Mountaineers quite fit today. The most fit player of all the Mountaineers. It's got to go to Taz Sherman. Sir Taz was bloody brilliant today. Bloody brilliant. Cracking from the jump. 27 points. 29 minutes. He had four nicks. Just like my bloke, Kedrian Johnson. Four nicks as well. Solid effort for the lads in the backcourt. And I must say, the supporters in the Coliseum were proper chuffed today with Taz's performance. They were proper chuffed. And Taz, Sir Taz, only laddered double figures scoring for the match. The next gentleman I have to mention, my mate, Polly polly Cap. I gotta say, every match he comes out, sets a pick rolls to the basket gets the ball and and proper dunks it he made the Radford Club look like a bunch of Muppets you know what I mean Polly polycap at the back of the press Radford came down he pied off a shot he doesn't look tall enough to pie off a shot you know what I mean Polly does not look. Like he's tall enough to pie off a shot. And there he is. He's pieed off a shot. I must admit, at game, match after match, game after game, more and more I become a supporter of Sapoli Polycap. But, the second half, and really this was a snoozer, two different levels of play ...between the Mountaineers and the Highlanders... ...but I gotta say... ...something bonkers happened in the second half... ...something bonkers... ...the mate James Okongwu... ...James... ...was going... ...you know... ...the thought in Morgantown and the followers... ...thought he was going to Redshirt... ...and I must admit... I I'm ...you know me... Quite the follower of the mountaineers. Second half, bit of a route, you know. So I got up, I went to the bog, got a bevy, I come back to the telly, and Okonguo was in the match. And it really, it really fluxed me. Right? It really, I really got fluxed. And a lot of things came into my mind. I thought, is Huggins a bit daft here? He's got so many lads that play near the basket. James is recovering from injury. May not be fit. But also, I'm thinking, you know, Huggins is not a git. He's praised a Kong Wu in the preseason. Why not? You know, let's have a go. Let's see what he does. And we did. He was in the game. He was in the match. And how did he do? I gotta say... Nothing to slag off on. He was only in the game five minutes. But in those five minutes, uh, Sir Gabe fed him a pass, and it led to a proper power dunk. A proper power dunk. This is a very young lad, and yet the broadness of his frame reminds you of a Derek Culver. Right? Reminds you of an Oscar boy. And no, he's running offense and he's not, he's not setting proper screens. But proper dunk. Great to see. It was a power dunk. He also got the ball from four and a half meters. And he took a jumper. And he missed the jumper, right? But it wasn't dodgy. He wasn't dodgy, but again, only five minutes in the match did not last long. Got a bit knackered swiftly, but I must admit, in those five minutes, and with all of the the post up and guys that play near the basket, uh, chaps, I must admit, I want James, I want James Akongwu on the floor. I like what I saw from him. He was bloody brilliant in those five minutes, and I might be overstating things, but maybe I'm not. Right? So anyway, great match. Wonderful to see Dennis Nichols in town, as I mentioned, and West Virginia University, in a game that they were supposed to win, did win. And the games are going to get tougher from here, so it's great to get these wins that they're supposed to while they're fit in the beginning of the season. Random thoughts coming up. Cheerio! Hey, football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. I know I do, but with the latest no-brainer from Jab King Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers bet just $1 on any team to score, and you can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So here's what you do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $1 on any team to score, and you win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TBPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt, if you're still listening. (laughs) ESPN Plus, the commercials change, right? We had that crazy Burger King commercial that was making me crazy. There's another one with a different soundtrack, and it's from the company Meta. Do you like that Meta commercial? What's Meta? Your parents know it as the Facebook. I saw this movie. It's called The Social Network. And in it, it's about the inventor of the Facebook, right? It actually was the Facebook at the beginning. So uh, I may sound old, but that's what it was. And they bought the Instagram, and they have the Oculus thing that does virtual reality Anyways, all that, instead of being known as the Facebook, now they're meta. And I guess to promote that they're that company, you have to have a commercial, right? I don't know why Facebook needs a commercial. It's a... I don't know. I guess everybody needs commercials, right? If you're a gigantic company. So meta, to promote this company... Like, if there was truth in advertising, the Facebook commercial, or excuse me, the meta commercial would be like a parent talking to a kid, and they would be saying, uh, the kid would be saying to the parent, great news, mom. I got a check in the mail for a tax refund. Oh, that's fantastic. Are you going to share it on the Facebook mom it's not facebook anymore it's meta well i'm looking at my phone and it says facebook oh it's the parent company mom it's anyway so like okay i don't know that's probably a terrible commercial facebook excuse me meta knows what they're doing right so in the meta commercial there's young people at a museum Uh, art gallery, if you will, different paintings on the wall, one bigger than the other in the middle, and this painting is in a, looks like a jungle, or definitely in a place where there's wildlife, and there's a, the portrait is of a tiger biting the neck of an animal, okay? So already, And art's in the eye of the beholder, right? So these young people may be like, oh, cool, check out that tiger biting an animal because that's what tigers do. They eat meat. But it's already aggressive, okay? One person's opinion. Already aggressive commercial. Sharp turn, the tiger is like blinking and it's making eye contact with the young people. And then the tiger stops blinking and moving its eyes and then stops biting the animal and then starts talking in a human voice. Something about imagination or whatever. Then right after he says that, everybody starts dancing. And also, it's not a painting. Or it is a painting, but the painting is not like a 2D something you hang up on the wall. It's a universe where there's music. Now, where the music is coming from, I don't know, but it's there. And the animals all that are all in the picture, they start raving. They're totally into the music. It's a catchy tune. And the young people, they like the catchy tune, and I guess – without talking about it the humans go in to the the universe of what we think is a picture is a bunch of animals raving okay does this does this make you want to download facebook maybe it does i don't know so humans at the party animals it's not just a tiger and the and the animal it stops eating there's snakes dancing from the from the, from the tree. There's flamingos, there's the animal that I think it's a primate, I'm not sure, weird faces and everybody's dancing and everybody's into it. What's crazy is that the humans are probably the most interested in it. The music. I don't know if they're interested in being in the picture. I don't is this a Pied Piper thing? I'm not sure. But they're in that they're all totally into the music, not freaking out that they're in a portrait. <laughs> That's not a portrait, but a universe. And it's uh I guess what I'm saying is that I received that commercial as this is frightening and scary and young people maybe receive this commercial as oh yeah i need to get deeper into the internet i guess somebody could drop me off at the museum and then i can get into the internet through a painting right but for me it's scary I've, have you seen the movie, The Matrix? It's got... I The seventh time I've seen that commercial and it's running on a loop on ESPN Plus, I just start thinking about The Matrix where I enter the... My version of The Matrix, according to this commercial, is that I hear music that is appealing to me. I go into a portrait to listen to that music, I never come out of the portrait. And then, like, an, in regular life, I'm still there somehow. And I'm just plugged into something with a, a bunch of other humans. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's what Facebook is, maybe that's what Facebook is going for. Hey, do you want to be in the matrix? Because The Matrix pretty cool movie. I don't hear a lot of people say that they don't like the movie The Matrix. And all the things that Keanu Reeves can do in The Matrix. And all the things that uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne can do. And that one lady. So, no, uh, that's awesome. Doing the limbo move to avoid things. And downloading... Kung Fu into my head, and then I can just do kung fu. Like I all that sounds appealing. It's just a lot. It's just it's just a lot. And it's really in sharp contrast to what I think of as Facebook, which is I bring up Facebook, I see an ad where it's about something that I said five minutes ago that can't be circumstance. my phone's listening to me and then the facebook shows me an advertisement for the thing i was talking about and then i see something about uh some personality test or some meme and that's that's way different and at a lower level than what i'm seeing in this commercial and time flies so Maybe Facebook is on the cusp of us walking into paintings. It's just a lot. It's just (laughs) the reality of the Facebook that I'm familiar with and what is projected in that commercial from the same people. I'm just, I'm just, I'm discombobulated. It's just a lot. And maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe it's just, maybe the commercial is meant to tell me that, you know what, hang out with Meta go to the instagram our company is just the vibe maybe th- maybe that's what they're saying who knows um i'm ready for the next commercial though because espn plus when you buy time there you get <laughs> you get your message heard Final thoughts coming up. Interact with the show. That just means interact with me. On social media. On Twitter at I'm Josh Witt. On Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. On the Facebook at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Or just type it in the search bar. Interact. For this episode of Unreasonable Doubt The next game is a doozy This is a A litmus test game A This is where WVU stands game And it's Wednesday December 8th 7pm ESPN2 The game is in Morgantown It's part of a bigger Battle The Big East Big 12 Battle WVU will face an old Biggie's foe and they're ranked the 17th ranked Connecticut Huskies. They're coming to Morgantown and good news for WVU and we wish them health in the future, but Connecticut is going to be missing two of their starting five. Their center is out, their small fo- their <clears throat> Their center is out, their small forward is out. Does that mean anything? No. As far as it, I guess it helps WVU. But then I think back to last year's Big 12 tournament game versus, or no, it wasn't in the tournament. It was the game before the tournament, the Big 12 tournament, where Cade Cunningham was out and West Virginia lost Oklahoma State. So I don't know if these two guys are going to be Lottery picks in the NBA draft, but doesn't matter. Still worried, and here's why I'm worried. Connecticut, extremely good at offensive rebounding. Like, number four in Division One in offensive rebounding percentage. And we all know that West Virginia is really good at giving up offensive rebounds. So that is not a good combination. Now, is the is the center that's out really good at offensive rebounding, and is replacement not? Who's to say? I, I guess the stats could say, and people who follow the Huskies could say, but it doesn't matter. I, I, I'm I'm guessing one guy doesn't make you the fourth best offensive rebounding percentage team. So that's concerning. Also, Connecticut's defense holding opponents to 40% from inside the three-point line. And that's good for top 10 in the country. And West Virginia actually doing a little bit better than usual from inside, to this se- or inside the three-point line this season. But this is a good defense. Probably the best defense WVU has faced. Connecticut is top 10 in block percentage. Which is not good for Taz Sherman drives and and things like that. So the pro, the game's in Morgantown. So that helps WVU. This day-to-day injury with Sean McNeil, will he play? I think it would help if he played. But even with two guys out, this is the toughest opponent WVU has faced thus far. And it's a let's see where we're at. I mean, it's hard to tell where we're at versus Radford, right? Versus Bellarmine, Bellerman. We will get a good feel of where we're at playing UConn. They're coached by a Hurley. The I would get. I'm guessing the superior coaching Hurley of the Hurley brothers, as of right now. So it's going to be a tough game. I UConn UConn versus WVU in the Big East, it wasn't really a rivalry. Didn't seem like they played very often. And UConn kind of thumped on WVU. (laughs) I think we got them once. Maybe twice. But the rest of the times, it wasn't close. And those teams were really good. And this team is good. And they lost a guy to the NBA, but they're still doing things that are West Virginia's Achilles heel. Mainly, they hit the offensive glass, and we do not. We're one of the worst teams at giving up offensive rebounds. So that's concerning. Can West Virginia is going to get out-rebounded. Let's prepare for that. Can they make it not as bad, get some turnovers to make this a positive outcome. We'll see. And if it's not a positive outcome, we'll see that too. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, CastBox Podcasts. Follow the podcast. Hit the follow button. Follow this podcast that helps this podcast. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2020. One, twenty, twenty two season. They're seven and one.